Purple Mafia with your host, Paladino Joey. Well, we'll see. The doctors would disagree, but what do they know? So let's just say that you'll pay me because it's in your interest to pay me. Is it worth it? I mean, you've won. You want to wipe everybody out? I don't feel I have to wipe everybody out, Tom. It's just my enemy. That's all. My father taught me many things. He taught me, keep your friends close, put your enemies closer. These are wonderful things that we've achieved, and there's no limit to where we can go from here. Welcome to the family here on Purple Mafia. Today is Thursday, August the 13th, and episode number 35 of Purple Mafia begins now. Well, Purple Mafia is available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. I thank each and every one of you always for downloading and listening to this wonderful show. It is a pleasure to have you on board with me today. And you might notice the sound quality... Especially my voice is a little better right now. A little better than it was in the past. Well, I'm proud to announce that I have uh, invested in a new, improved, better, more radio-friendly microphone to bring higher-quality podcasts to you. And it is just an absolute thrill to have this going today. So I hope you're noticing the uh, upgrade in sound quality, particularly from my voice. And uh, join the family on Purple Mafia. Thank you very much. We'd also like you to join the family on thesportstuff.com. We'd like you to sign up for the message boards. On the front page of the website, there's a button on the right-hand side that says TSS Boards. Simply click on that. You'll be prompted to sign up. And when you do, you can interact with me and other people joining or on the website, other podcasters, other members. You can interact, talk sports, anything you want. So many different message words. You can also vote on my polls, and you can uh, also call into thesportstuff.com. As that number is 209-736-7877, 209-736-7877. That is how you can call into the voicemail line. Simply say you are calling for Purple Mafia. State your question, your comment, or your shout-out, whatever it is. Keep it at about a minute, if possible. It would be appreciated, and you can be a member, or you can be a part of this show with improved sound quality. (laughs) As I'm thrilled to bring that on. Um, We're just going to take a slightly longer break again, like we did in the previous show, and we're going to just get into some quarterback talk, a little bit of feistiness, But mostly we're going to talk about the quarterbacks and the frustration that's starting to set in with the Viking quarterback situation, especially for me, your host, and I'm sure a lot of you out there. So with no further ado, we're going to take a quick break and be right back right after this. Here on thesportstuff.com, the new fast-breaking wolves are bursting on the scene with Timberwolves Explosion. Hear about this exciting new era with Al Jefferson, Kevin Love, Johnny Flynn, and new coach Kurt Rambis. Check us out on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes, where we cover the Wolves like nobody else. 
Show your true blue. Download and listen to this explosion of Timberwolves basketball. Here on thesportstuff.com, we're toughing up on Brave the Wild with Paladino. Join me, Paladino, as we brave the Minnesota Wild Hockey Club on our way to the playoffs. We're available on thesportstuff.com and iTunes. The boogeyman, Derek Bugard, says you'd better listen or he just might drop the gloves. Call up your courage and brave the wild with your buddy, Paladino Joey. And we are back on Purple Mafia, episode number 35. A reminder for iPod users, thank you again for joining Purple Mafia today. Well, we're going to get into the quarterback situation right now. And uh, this is really the topic of the day here today. (laughs) Tavares Jackson, Sage Rosenfels, and John David Booty are the quarterbacks of this team right now. And it's just the reason for my extreme frustration and heartbreak when Brett Favre Turned down the Minnesota Vikings, and I'm sorry to bring his name up again. I'm sick of Brett Favre now, but you know what? It's just, it sucks. Sucks seeing what, what the, what the consolation is for not getting Brett Favre. I mean, Tavares Jackson, Sage Rosenfels, and John David Booty. Now, some of you might believe, hey, you know, look on the bright side, glass half full, kumbaya, and all that good stuff. Tavares Jackson, hey, you know. Look, look at his numbers last year. They're really good. Well, like I've said 300 and 300,000 times, he had an amazing game against the Arizona Cardinals because they didn't show up to play. They had won their division when they won their eighth game of the season because they were in the worst division in the NFL other than the AFC West. That's that's it. And the AF, if the AFC West is your other competition for that, whatever. You know, you can win eight games in either division and win the division because everybody else wasn't even trying. Basically, that's pretty much the kind of situation there. All right, well, let's start off with Tavares Jackson. Well, he has done nothing but struggle pretty much the entire time. Remember how he basically just, he, he can't seem to stay healthy either. How he crept on LaDroit in last week and sprained his, ace, uh, excuse me, MCL. Came back and was okay, but his accuracy is absolutely frightening. Absolutely frightening. Um... <laughs> Well, there was a time just yesterday, Tavares Jackson threw four passes in a uh, a series, or a series of four passes. They weren't all just one series. That's a hint of what's going to happen here. Two of the passes were intercepted, and the other two were nearly intercepted. Antoine Winfield barely dropped the ball. Now I know this is preseason, but but my goodness, you know you're trying to win. A, if you're trying to win a job in the NFL. And that's the best performance you can come up with when your back is against the wall, as they like to say. That's a little alarming. That's just a little alarming when it comes to uh, Tavares Jackson. Especially a guy that supposedly knows the offense so well now because he's been here for three years. Well, I'm not really excited about what, what I'm seeing and hearing from Tavares Jackson at this point in time. Sage Rosenfelds. Well, guess what, folks? You know what I decided to do about a week ago? I was going to bring it up on the last Purple Mafia, and I just didn't. I'm sorry I didn't. I didn't uh, put it down in the notes, and I really should have, because it's a pretty entertaining, and it's also a very alarming 
alarming thing when it comes to Sage Rosenfeld. Now, YouTube. You know how people like to go on YouTube to look up sports highlights, right? Sports highlights for whoever. Michael Vick. Uh, God forbid I brought it in that name. You know, Donovan McNabb. Uh, Tom Brady. Randy Moss. Whoever. So I looked up Sage Rosenfels. What the heck? You know, he just might be the starting quarterback of this team. Let's just kind of see some of the really good stuff he did and all that. Maybe that I didn't see last year. Well, guess what? There was only one highlight for Sage Rosenfels on there. And it said, Sage Rosenfels helicopter. I got curious. Now, what is a helicopter? What's What does that mean again? You know, it sounds familiar. So, what what's this all about? Did he get just get hit really hard? Is that what it is? Well, <laughs> this guy has a pretty good sense of humor, the guy that put the video up, and I do recommend checking it out. As soon as, you, <laughs> as, soon as this podcast is over, I'd check it out. Uh, Sage Rosenfels has the ball. He likes not to pass, starts to kind of turn to his left, notices there's three Indianapolis Colts. The video pauses and points the arrows to the three Indianapolis Colts and does a <laughs> multiple choice selection. Does he A, or should, should he A, slide, B, juke, C, helicopter, or D, fly? Now, if I was a quarterback in that situation, I would slide. 99.9% of the time, I would simply slide. Juke, well, he's not a running back, and he's not that mobile, I can imagine. Helicopter, well, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> and fly, well, that must mean basically just either take off or, or dive, I guess. Whatever they really mean by that, I'm not 100% sure. Well, C, helicopter. Now we're going to find out what the helicopter is, for those of you that may not know. <laughs> Sage Rosenfels goes at the players. Tries to jump and go around, like kind of spin like a helicopter around the Indianapolis Colts. He gets nailed, which turns him into a uh, sputtering helicopter, you could say. And the ball pops out of his hands. And Indianapolis Colt picks up the ball and takes it the distance for a touchdown. And um, they showed Matt Schaub basically shaking his head. Can't believe what he just did. They showed Sage Rosenfels basically humiliated, depressed, thinking, oh my God, that was an unbelievably embarrassing. Well, that's your um, YouTube highlight for Sage Rosenfels. That's your YouTube highlight for Sage Rosenfels. And the only thing we're hearing from camp over and over and over again, inconsistency. Inconsistency. I mean, every single time you hear an update on, say, KFAN or on the news or anything, it's, well, neither quarterback looks good today. Uh, you know, today, not really either quarterback looks good. They're both uh, not showing any consistency. Neither guy's really winning the job. You know, and that's all you hear over and over and over and over and over again. Terrific. So that leaves John David Booty as a third option. Now, I'm not saying he's the guy who's going to approach and win the starting job, but now we go to John David Booty and listen to this. From what I heard on the radio... Today, uh, earlier this week, the talk is John David Booty can't even <laughs> has trouble with accuracy with anything beyond 15 yards. John David Booty has trouble with accuracy with anything beyond 15 yards. That is the talk coming out of training camp. That is so frightening. It just shows the guys, uh, <laughs> the guys eons away from really ever playing any meaningful football in the NFL, and. Um, 
You get Tavares Jackson throwing two interceptions on four passes and almost two more interceptions on those same four passes. Sage Rosenfels with the helicopter <laughs> as his only highlight and, of course, being as inconsistent as ever. And all you hear about Sage Rosenfels from every scouting report there is out there, the guy is prone to mistakes. And the best part about Sage Rosenfels, he's not 21, he's not 25, he's 31. And he's constantly getting, the constant talker with him is he is prone to mistakes. Prone to mistakes, prone to mistakes, prone to mistakes. And the helicopter, now that's a pretty big mistake. It's an instant touchdown for the other team. Well, that's your second option. The guy you thought you're going to maybe beat out Tavares Jackson and finally relieve us, relieve us of his erratic play. And John David Booty has trouble with accuracy. Anything beyond 15 yards. Oh my. Oh my. Well, I hate to bring doom and gloom to you folks, but the quarterback situation is uh, quite frightening. Thank God we have two good running backs. Thank God we have an improving wide receiver core. <laughs> Thank God we have an awesome offensive line. No, that's not even to me. I think they're very improving too. <laughs> uh, the defensive line is fantastic. The linebackers are fantastic, and the secondary looks better than a lot of people expect. Asher Allen looks to be the heavy favorite to win the nickelback job, replacing Charles Gordon the previous year, who is no longer here. So, yeah, that's pretty much where things stand at this point in time as we're about to go into a uh, Indianapolis Colts game when it comes to that. This show won't be too long today because, uh, you know, I just want to get in a show right now, and I had to get this off my chest today, we had to talk about this today, the quarterback situation, um, still got a little more to talk about though, as uh, you may have noticed the temperature and the humidity was pretty high this week, and that can usually bring out the worst in people, lots of tempers, as there's an article in the Star Tribune, Chip Scoggins and Judd Zolgad contributing to the article, thank you again guys, if you're listening, uh, Bryant McKinney's comment, well, it was a little hot today. He's saying it was a little hot today or something. That's why there was some tempers flaring, Bryant McKinney says. Uh, Vasante Shenko weighs in. Camp definitely got to everybody. I guess we're sick and tired of seeing each other all day, every day. If we're practicing, it would probably be a little bit worse. Our testosterone level is off the charts. That's good for the fans, I guess, but you guys get to see some good stuff. Yes, lots of fighting, lots of stuff going on. Now, here's really the big, uh, the alarming, the big important part of the whole tempers flaring and uh, competitiveness going a little bit too far when it comes to training camp. As the intensity jumped a few notches after safeties Colt Anderson and Hussein Abdullah sandwiched rookie wide receiver Percy Harvin on a catch over the middle on a 7-on-7 drill. The players were wearing shorts and shoulder pads and were not supposed to tackle. Harvin fell awkwardly on his arm and then went to the medical tent just off the field with an athletic trainer. The first-round draft pick returned to the sidelines a few minutes later but did not do any more work. Childress didn't have an update on Harvin's status after practice, but it didn't appear serious. We have to practice better, Shenko said. We have to take care of each other a little better on the field. Our defense is kind of feisty. Tempers are up. We're out there banging each other. We need to save that for the next team. So, yeah, that's pretty much the situation there. Um, training camp, 
you know, you want to be feisty, but not too feisty. And uh, luckily, nothing happened there. So, hey, that's what hot weather can do for you. <laughs> Thank God Percy Harvin didn't get hurt there, at least not extensively. Uh, yeah, health is going to be a concern, I think, with Harvin. You just don't know. Adrian Peterson, they had that concern with him going in uh, a few years ago and really every season, but he played all 16 games last year. Sprained an MCL in uh, 07, but still had a great season. Basically the rookie of the year, outstanding year for Peterson in that point of view. But, uh, yeah, so that's pretty much the situation for the Minnesota Vikings going into the Indianapolis Colts game tomorrow. Friday, Indianapolis Colts should be a very interesting matchup. Well, it doesn't really matter who's starting at quarterback tomorrow, as they say, as it's going to be a pretty much a rotation back and forth. A lot of people are hoping Sage Rosenfels gets to start in the third preseason game against his former team, the Houston Texans, as uh, who the hell thinks that the third game in a preseason like it's bullcrap? Bullcrap! <laughs> now I had to censor the uh, swearing that Dennis Green did. Yeah, the third game of the preseason is pretty important. So that's pretty much how things stand there. Got to get into this super quick. Get into this super quick because there was a breaking news tonight. Michael Vick signs with the Philadelphia Eagles. Kind of strange. I would have expected him signing with a team that's a little more in need of a quarterback, possibly. Maybe not immediately, but within a few months or next season. He goes to the Philadelphia Eagles. That pretty much guarantees he will not be starting. Because Donovan McNabb has uh, more than proven himself. Four NFC Championship game appearances. One Super Bowl uh, since 1999. Donovan McNabb. So, uh, well, very interesting situation. But it also gives the Eagles a potentially nice backup if something is to happen to McNabb. Who, you know, he's gotten hurt in the past. And we know what Jeff Garcia did with the Eagles a few years ago. Just fantastic. So, uh, it's an interesting move. Hard to say what's really going to happen there. I wouldn't have been surprised if he went to the uh, Patriots, actually, which is kind of funny. That's another team that does not need a quarterback. But uh, I would have been, I don't know. It seemed like all all the teams that were after him were teams that already had a great quarterback, other than uh, the San Francisco 49ers. I kind of had a feeling it was going to be them, really, in the end, because they really need a quarterback. I mean, Sean Hill and J.T. O'Sullivan, hard to say. Hard to say with that there. But... Uh, or even the Washington Redskins are maybe another possibility. But uh, that would have been a pretty good fit, I think, for Michael Vick, Washington Redskins. Add a little spice to a pretty athletic team over there in Washington. And you know how they like to spend money. Um, he wouldn't have gone to the uh, Oakland Raiders, even if they did want him, I would hope. That's just a mess waiting to happen. But, uh, yeah. That's pretty much how things stand right now when it comes to the, the NFL. Very interesting stuff starting to come together there. Uh, the Vikings training camp. I had that nice training camp special. I, I hope you enjoyed it a few days ago. Kind of broke down every position. Um, still things pretty much on the same track there. The quarterback situation, though, man, that is just scaring the crap out of me. Michael Vick wouldn't, have looked, wouldn't look too bad in a Vikings uniform right now. I'm a little irritated that the Vikings pretty much shut that whole possibility down. And it's it's over for now. There's conflicting reports, by the way, in the media, if it is a one- or two-year deal with Michael Vick. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know because I'm seeing both. So it is a one- or two-year deal. That's just about where I'm going to stand with that. Uh, 
Sorry, I'm bouncing a little bit because it's just, you know, when it comes to all that free agent stuff and all these uh, battles going on in training camp, I'm going to bounce around a little bit. It's not going to be all one topic, you know. So I guess that's pretty much where we're going to stand today for episode number 35. I wanted to get my first episode in with this nice new microphone and uh, improved audio. Plus, you know, yeah, like I said, Got to talk about the quarterback situation, including Michael Vick. That pretty much off the off the uh, off the radar as well now. No Brett Favre, no Michael Vick. It's Tavares, Sage, and John David Booty. How exciting! Well, the final thing to note here: not many people seem to care on who the Vikings' starting quarterback is. So I'm going to leave that poll on the SportsStuff.com. I'm going to leave that up there for you. Please go on the sportsstuff.com, click on the podcaster section, then on, well, when it comes to the message boards, that is, go to the boards, podcast section, click on Purple Mafia. Please vote on who should be the starting quarterback. Got to get that up there. Going to leave that poll going. Um, would like to get your involvement on this show more and more. Also, if you'd like to follow my Twitter account, it is twitter.com forward slash Paladino Live, twitter.com forward slash Paladino Live, also Paladino Live at yahoo.com, Paladino Live at yahoo.com. And don't forget the TSS call-in line, 209-736-7877, 209-736-7877. Leave me a voicemail on there. It will be played on the show. It will be much appreciated, and uh, you'll be a part of things. So, With that, we're going to call it a day, and we'll be back soon, hopefully with a nice, detailed, and positive, more positive review of the Indianapolis Colts game. It might not be released until later, like maybe Monday or Tuesday next week. It could be released as early as Saturday, depending on how things go with the scheduling. So uh, we'll get back to you as soon as I can, and we'll talk to you then. Take care. Take care.